two, three. <laughs> well, there we go. That was a loud noise near your mic, I'll give you that. Okay, that seems to be recording now, so that's good. Yes, I am making the blue, yes. the blue bar move. Huzzah. Welcome to Stone Monkey Radio and Curiosity Epidemic, and we have we have guests. <gasps> guests, we've got guests. Guests. Who? What? Yeah, you lot, you loud lot, you holler, don't you? Something like that. Something like that. Yes, we are humans <laughs> who holler at the news, and occasionally uh, steal accents from other people. In the case, including usually our other co-host Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does sound like a Lauren voice. So, Larry and Bethany. <laughs> Like to tell us a bit about yourselves. Um, some plugging. Plugging. Uh, oh, it's that kind of show. Um, <laughs> honestly, there's not much to tell about me. Uh, I'm Larry Yellingenby. I'm a 29 year old student, and I do studenty things. And sometimes one of them is podcasting. I thought studenty things were sitting around smoking pot and <laughs> wasting your life and never going to lessons. Oh, podcasting. <laughs> Also, my co-hosts, Bethany and Lauren, are god dang amazing, and they're quite possibly the best thing- It's weird to say best things when I'm talking about people, but they're quite- <laughs> po- They are damn good. Yep. Quite possibly the, the best people to ever happen to me. Aww. Along with someone Aww. else who I'm not sure if they're comfortable Aww. being named here, so- <laughs> An unnamed entity. You're also awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. Bethany, tell us about you. Well, I'm also on that podcast with Larry, uh, Humans Holler at News. It's a good fun show where we try to do either silly or funny news stories. We, we try to be generally uplifting because, you know, there's so much depressing stuff in the news. So we try to steer clear of that and just go for something that's going to make you smile or make you laugh yeah. or, or, you know, give you warm feelings in your heart. And uh, in addition to that, I also do a webcomic that's called Eon's World. It's very good. For the longest time, I tried to tell myself, no, this is a serious science fiction fantasy political thriller thing. No, it's a Sonic the Hedgehog fan comic that's got Yay! other stuff in it. And I own it now. I really like it. <laughs> Woo. Yay. So, we're doing a one-shot. <gasps> Ooh. Now it's haunted, apparently. <laughs> it, it is haunted now. Um. So, yes. For anyone who follows our regular polyamory show... We're going back oh. a few thousand years into the past. And I've already forgotten the name of the city we're starting. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, heck. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> You've slept since then. It's been so many episodes since we even talked about this thing. Maybe if we can find the ancient tomes, we'll find the name of the city. Sound of Jen digging through desk. <laughs> um, can I make an insight roll on uh, to find to find out the name of the city? <laughs> sure. Seventeen. That's not bad. Uh, you're allowed to know. The city is called Calburnia. Ooh. They have been at war with their nearest city for as long as anyone can remember. There has always been a war between these two cities, 
They just fundamentally have issues with each other. No one quite remembers why, but there is war, 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 and people are getting fucking tired of it. But most of this city's protections come from their wizards. And wizards tend to be sort of old people with beards. Especially the dwarven women. And they tend to die out after a while. They do their best to preserve their knowledge, but ultimately new ones have to be trained. And the training process is incredibly dangerous. Especially some of the end-of-year exams. Today is the day of one such end-of-year exam. And so... Rinderain. <laughs> That's me. Puffinax. Yeah, hello. You are charged. You are formally charged. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do it, I swear. To look after the trainee wizards <laughs> today. Your commanding officer, a man by the name of Windsor who has very shiny armor and shouts a lot, has uh, called you to the parade ground and there, standing before him. Right, you horrible lots. Today you will be looking after the, uh, you know, the wizards, the trainees. Just one today. Just one by the name of Squiggle. You on T, she is taking the test on her own today. Because apparently she is too fucking fancy for the rest of us. So I am instructed to send you and two other guards to keep an eye on them. Right. Take these exam papers. This will uh, fill them in on everything they need to know about the test itself. If you could go pick up uh, Oleander and Gladys, and uh, hopefully you can get this one knocked out within the few hours. Right, off you go, Nim. Um, so have you been handed a sheaf of exam-related papers? Someone add them to your inventory. I can do that. And I will give a very mocking salute to the commanding officer. <laughs> With lots of over-the-top flourishes. Oh, it's a double rimmer, sure. Um, <laughs> I was thinking more the third rock from the sun salute, but okay. Yes. <laughs> Maybe a combination of the two. Windsor glares at you and gives you the smartest, sharpest, most perfect and shiny salute because that armour just glints in the sunlight and points you off towards the barracks. All right, well. It's a nice day. How are you two feeling? I'm feeling energised. I'm ready for adventure. I'm feeling kind of hungry, honestly. <laughs> we, we aren't allowed to eat the students, are we? Uh, no, no. The, the, the objective is to protect them, keep them safe so they can do their exam. I mean... We, w weren't you listening just now? We were told to keep the one safe. I didn't hear a thing about the rest. Well, it is just the one. We've just got the one we're dealing with. Alright, that's fair. <laughs> okay, so you make your way over to the barracks... And there is a very large Goliath sitting there. You've heard about this Goliath. Ooh. Her name is Gladys. She's big and grey and very much likes to punch things. Wow, it's nice not to be the tallest for once. How <laughs> <laughs> you, are you doing, Gladys? <laughs> you know, lacking in things to do today. There's not been, uh, not, not been much action today. It's been really dull. You want to go help us keep some kids safe? I mean... It at least puts me somewhere where something might happen. If no one comes to harm the kid, can we, like, stage something so I have an excuse to fight something? Sounds good to me. I'm sure we can go looking for trouble if we need to. And, uh, Brynn is going to start flexing. Um, Gladys is going to start flexing back. Well, we start having a, we start having a flex off. <laughs> yeah, flex off. Oh, what do we roll for a flex off? Charisma? <laughs> Uh, no, not not strength. Yeah, I mean you can 
<laughs> if you want to bust your own muscles out, sure. <laughs> I want to tear through this armor with just flexing power. Okay, so it's... I want to do the equivalent of bursting your t-shirt open yeah, on armor, but with plate armor. Just... Yeah, I, I'm not wearing armor, so. Oh no, that couldn't have gone much worse. I rolled a seven with a plus five modifier. That's <laughs> well, that's 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 almost a boss. I just heckin' crit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You getting flexed on? <laughs> you getting real flexed on her? I am the love child of Cora and Shira. <laughs> My muscles cannot be denied. Um, Go on. Gladys turns. Gladys turns back and looks you sternly in the eye and goes, "Just because I was beating someone up, like literally minutes before you showed up, that's all. That's all." <laughs> you should have seen. It was a hell of a fight. Battle for the ages. As, as Gladys has got up to flex, you notice another character. Nick's character. Tell us about Oleander. Oleander is a dwarf who is quite busy polishing his battle axe, which is white. Fancy. Yes. And this is the last member of your group today. So any further introductions you want to do for each other? Oleander will nod. <laughs> So, I don't have a clear mental image. Uh, our first two characters, what do they look like? Parthenax's character is not actually all that creative, so he's just Cal that from World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Puffthernax's character is not... <laughs> I think you just showed your hand there. <laughs> There's something you need to know about Puffthernax. There are only two things that come from the from the Crimson Waste. Queers and pleasant strangers. <laughs> <laughs> Which are you, boy? And adorable gay furries. Yay. Oh yes, and well, three things that come from the crimson waves. <laughs> so tell me more about Bryn. Bryn Dorain is a human monk. She was born mm. in Halrua and lived for many years under the rule of the local mageocracy. However, as she had no magical ability to speak of, and she had few prospects growing up there, and instead dedicated herself to martial arts and physical fitness. But under the rule of the local mages, where magic was valued above all other skills, there was little she could learn in her homeland, and instead of accepting a lifetime of serfdom, she went into self-imposed exile, travelling to distant lands to train with masters of the martial arts, and that is how she joined a monastic order and became a monk, and she now travels the world hoping to master her skills and search for adventure. Uh, she's... About six and a half feet tall, very tan skin. She spends a lot of time out in the sun. Bleach blonde hair and deep blue eyes is, uh, I believe, how I described her. She has fairly simple monk robes. Uh, I imagine kind of an ocean blue colour. And she carries a quarterstaff. All you need to go about Gladys is that she can take a good punch, really take a punch, can lift stuff far bigger than she probably should be able to, and she has entirely joined the guard because, well, it's really funny to watch people try and punch her and nothing happens. And she very much enjoys the look on their face when, oh no, I've punched the wrong person. <laughs> and that is, that is the entire reason she is here in the guard. So she just completely no-sells it. I love it. Oh yeah, that's her entire reason to be here is the joy of, ha ha ha, I no-sold your punch and now I get to see you look scared. <laughs> Never picks, never picks the fight, but but if someone's foolish enough to start, she will get a laugh out of it. I'm I'm still being dumb. I heard like 
six foot five girl and after that very little information went in. This is Jane's not at all shocked for <laughs> Tall girls are hot. I mean, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm living my tall, tall girl fantasies here. Yay! <laughs> Be the tall girl you want to see in the world. Someone who is almost five foot four. I approve. Tall girls are indeed hot. <laughs> Someone has to do the looming. Someone has to be the loom. <laughs> so, you now have to go and find your charge. Did the commander give us any idea of where we're supposed to find them? They will be found somewhere in the wizarding quarter, you would imagine, in student housing. Alright, let's go find them. Sounds like a good plan to me. It seems like a lot of, um, a lot of us to guard one person. Is this someone important? Uh, future future wizard, I think. Mm. I'm fairly new to this area, but uh, as I understand it, wizards are super important for this ongoing war. I don't know. I don't have much time for wizards myself. As you say that, there is a huge explosion from outside the city walls. Ah! Oh. It's, it's pretty common. Like, to the point where the people within the city are just still going about their business. Still doing sort of market stuff and trading and stuff. But as you head over to the wizard's quarter, it thins out from just sort of general citizenry, and there's a lot more robes. There's just robes everywhere, different colours, telling you basically what level said wizard is. You're probably looking out for someone wearing brown, but it's it's Squiggle, so probably not one to conform. Ah, well... I happen to know that a brown belt is quite high, so we should be quite respectful of this wizard. They're almost a master. (laughs) Uh, Is there some kind of role we can do to try and identify this person we're looking for? Uh, Well, you know their name. You could ask around. Oh, I can do that. I have good that. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to find the nearest person and and ask, uh, have you seen a wizard goes by the name of Squiggle? Oh, God, is a father after her again, is it? Uh, yes, you want the students' quarters just down there, on the left, third floor. I believe it's room six. It should say on the door. All right, thank you. Um, is there anything else I should know about this squiggle person? I'm I'm new to the area, and I was told I had to guard her. Oh, God. want to make sure I don't piss him off by oh, accident. Oh, God, is it the uh, initiation day, huh? Final for the first year. Oh, goodness. Well, I, I wish you all an awful lot of luck with that. Well, thank you. Why, why, the... why, why are we going to need luck? Yeah, that sounds strangely ominous. She is not the greatest student that I've ever had. Like, just not a good student or, like, actively a threat? Bad student. She is a self-important, spoiled little rich girl who barely studies... And is really only coasting through this institution by virtue of how much money her father has. Won't do her any good on the battlefield. Oh man, it sounds like I'm at home again. <laughs> is that bad? I mean, I left there for a reason. Yeah, lots of really snooty wizards. The whole place was run by them. Isn't this place run by wizards? Yeah, yeah. Not run by wizards, no. It's run by the king. Oh. Run by the king, but the wizards do all of the, most of the military work. Mm-hmm. The soldiers are generally there to guard the citizenry, but because of the, the level of combat that's taking place on the battlefield itself, it's basically wizards slinging spells at each other. Sounds kind of cool. For some reason, when you described it like that, now all I can picture is like fucking laser tag happening. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like spell quest all over again. Yeah. They're out there doing their spell questy thing. 
and the soldiers are basically there to stop citizens nicking bread. Spell quest. Now there's an idea. I'm sure somebody could market that in a few thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> could be a good idea for a clam cast. So you head on over to the student halls, up to the door, which is just covered in like little gold stars and sparkles and little fluffy things. And the, the name Squiggle is is there. It's cl- they, they've clearly had like a, a fancy calligrapher come and do the, the door sign. Oh, oh, no. is it in, oh, yes. Is it in like glowing sparkly ink? Oh, yeah. Excellent. RGB lighting on this door. There's <laughs> <laughs> just so, so much of it. Is this the door? Uh, looks like it. It says Squiggles. And I'll give a gentle rap on the door. Uh, Gladys is getting prepared into full bouncer ready to turn away a 15 year old from a nightclub mode. <laughs> like, just like full on stern look of no. <laughs> uh, from inside the room, you just hear a little rustle and yes. Uh, it's exam time, mate. We're oh. here to escort you. You may enter. Oh, may we? I, I, I will. I will. Open the door and walk in. And you are greeted by a, what looks like a four-foot-tall doll, basically. Aww. <laughs> like, quite light pink skin, instead of the standard sort of brown robes that all the other monks seem to have been backed into. It's basically like if you made an all creamy into a dress. <laughs> this huge, puffy, like, all the way down to the floor, just... It's an assault to the senses to look at this thing. I, I will, I will blink slightly. <laughs> what, what color does that mean? Hmm? Uh, oh, what, what? Oleander wants to ask. What, what color does that mean? What, what rank? What rank is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what does Brazilian rainbow boa colors mean? They don't have a proper designation for that one. <laughs> Funnily enough, oh, weird. I think hmm. that'd be on the standard rank. Yeah? <laughs> Is there a role that I, I can make to hide the fact that Parthenax thinks this is a this Puff, is ridiculously Puffinax, cute? Isn't it? Not Parthenax. That's, that's a Skyrim Puffinax. character. This name might have been a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're trying to hide the fact that you think it's cute. Uh, I'd say deception. Yeah, deception. That one went up to eleven. <laughs> Goes up to eleven, which is just enough to get you through. <laughs> that's reasonably well hidden. There's only slight twinkly eyes. I'm trying to project an air of calm confidence, and if I just start squeeing out, that might ruin it. Bryn will stick out a hand and say, Bryn Rain, uh, I'm here as a team leader to escort you to your exam. Oh, Gladys does not like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, hey, I won the flexing contest, mate. Oh, can, can, we, can I roll to have, like, another contest of some kind? Like a yes. glaring contest? I don't Ooh. know. What kind of contest would I have okay, to have to assess a, that's a Charisma for that, then? Charisma. Charisma. I don't have, I don't have good charisma. Oh, that's... Okay. Uh, uh, seven. I crit again! <laughs> how did how my, oh, well, my character just oh, you doesn't are, you get, are withered by this look my, my so character withered. just doesn't get to be cool i guess <laughs> fate has so determined withered. the order wow so withered getting all those crits out really well, early well it we did say up front gladys's whole thing as a character is being able to take a punch and, and bear it and <laughs> I think emotionally Gladys has taken a punch here, but it's fine. Gladys is bearing it. It's okay. It's okay. 
She's not gonna let it has, she's not gonna let herself seem rattled. That's a crit, but you are gonna have to take one D4 um psychic damage. Okay. No. Uh, four crit. It was a crit again. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. Oh, don't worry. I'm storing all these hits up, and when it's my turn to punch, Gladys is gonna punch through the fucking moon. Oh. <laughs> I like to think there's a lot of eyebrow work going on during the staring contest. Like Bryn's just making oh, yeah. her eyebrows dance. <laughs> oh, it's a bit of a strain sound. Just <laughs> <laughs> eyebrows going. Is Bryn uh, like the Rock? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> oh, what is it? What's the gender swap rule? Is it is it rule sixty three? Yes, rule, yes. Rule, rule sixty three. The Rock. <laughs> the people's eyebrow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Squiggle, tell us a bit about yourself apart from your dress sense. Squiggle does not accept the offered handshake. It's a little bit beneath her. Instead, sends over their familiar to do the shake for them. Oh, well. And it's just a very poorly rendered snake. <laughs> it's not It's not on the floor. It's Part of it's all twisted up. It's clipping through itself. <laughs> it doesn't even slither. It's just... You get the idea that it should have been a snake. Aww. It's got like four frames of animation. It does. Oh, it's an asset flipped snake. <laughs> it really is because when I was rolling squiggle instead of doing any sensible method I just threw 60 20s and ran with it <laughs> and I did I did not get good numbers oh I, I got one good number I offered to let her change two of them but wouldn't that wouldn't have been the bet would it so she's got a minus two on charisma a minus two on wisdom she is broken even on constitution dexterity and is a minus four on strength Nice. Her only saving grace is an 18 in intelligence. <laughs> Characters with absolutely garbage stats are always the best. I mean, yeah. yeah. Where, where's the lie? <laughs> I'm glad we feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a cool story about trainee wizards. I got one trainee wizard and she's got garbage stats. I mean, that just, <laughs> that just makes it perfect. But now it makes sense that we have four guards. For... A sad little weakling with no wisdom and no charisma whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I, I initially accidentally lost hit points leveling her up, so you know. You'll be yeah. like the you'll be like the head yeah. of a, a Voltron. Yeah. Aww. Well, <laughs> Gladys, while still um, stoic as anything, has shifted back in the pack position and will no longer be taking point on this. Aww. <laughs> Uh, so your next instruction is that you will need to go to see the security team and get yourself an access rod. Excuse me? Ah. So that you can pass through the portal right. into the uh, exam grounds. Excellent. Let's go grab that rod. Make, make sure whichever of us gets it, you know, gets a firm grasp on it and doesn't let go. Yep. Firmly <laughs> grasp it. As we're setting off to move, Squiggle unfurls out from under a dress and... There is now seven foot of UNT Malison looming over everyone. Ooh. Huh. The loomed becomes the loomer. Oh no, I'm no longer the mm. tallest in the group either. Oh, big <laughs> is losing everything that makes them I mean, she's bad. seven foot long. She still has to stand up. So some of the tail has to be on the floor. Big things come in small I'm, packages. I am picturing this, this snake literally just on the, the point of its tail just to be taller than Gladys. <laughs> the snake is a grower, not a shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was just coiled up like a little dollop under a frock. And and how are you passing through the streets? I have to know. Is she the type to take point 
Just like, flank me, guards. Oh, yeah, she's doing, like, the paparazzi walk. <laughs> Wherever she goes, she assumes that someone is looking at her. Bryn is just going to be walking very, very casually a few steps behind her with her quarterstaff. You know, you know her quarterstaff's, like, across the back of her neck with her arms draped over it. Mm. Yep, the, the, the little John. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thinking milkmaid. I'm, I'm glad I've milkmaid, <laughs> milk, milkmaid, little John. It's the same look. Oh, Pufferneck is is going to get on, on the opposite flank to Brenda Ray and just uh, keep scanning whatever he can see of the crowd. Make sure nobody's trying trying to stab anybody. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> um, so you head through town to the uh, security center, and as you're getting there, you see this huge fridge of a of a man in. Fairly shiny armour, just picking up a citizen by the collar. The the citizen looks uh, distressed, to say the least, but seems to be just glaring down at him. And um, she says, I don't understand why you even became a, a guard. I just like hitting people. Oh no, this is this this is the anti-Gladys. <laughs> he <laughs> doesn't want to get punched. He throws her to the floor and turns back into the square. Uh, Bryn's going to run over to that lady and see if she's alright. Just going to offer a hand out to her to help her up if she's fallen on the floor. Thank you. Oh, don't worry about me. He's he's just like this. He's been a bully since we were kids. You know him? We pretty much grew up in the same neighbourhood, but he decided to join the military and get an education. Don't think it worked. No, certainly didn't uh, give me that impression. No. But anyway, I must be getting on. Thank you. Uh, you have a good day now. Stay safe. You too. She scuttles off into a crowd, immediately lost in the big moving crowd. There is another huge explosion outside town. But again, nobody bats an eyelid. Bryn is slightly less startled. (laughs) There's a little puff of green smoke just coming over the battlements. Did they uh, give us education if we served in the military? The option was apparently there. Hmm. I mean, I didn't have much of an education growing up because where I grew up, you didn't really get much of an education if you weren't a mage. Sounds local. <laughs> My friend was a mage. Are you sure you weren't born locally? <laughs> Pretty sure I wasn't born here. Wait, wait a minute. Are we in Hellroa? She's going to get a map out and have a look at it. And it's like, where am I anyway? Calvania, I checked earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did an insight check and everything. Yeah, great. So looking into the, the square in front of the security office, you see, including the literal fridge of a man, uh, three guards... Uh, just sort of sparring with each other with swords, um, or against the the dummies, just uh, just just having a having a bit of a go, and and chuckling uh, to themselves. Can I roll stealth? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's going to be funny any time you ask to roll anything. I'm very much here for it. <laughs> Nine. Uh, you put up your little parasol and hide behind it, but <laughs> you're still a big pink blancmange snake. Um, okay, but I am convinced of my stealthiness. Hey, look, if if you can't see them, they probably can't see you, right? Peekaboo rolls. That's how stealth works. Because she is a psionic school, they definitely can't see the merge hand that she casts. <gasps> and Squiggle is just deeply unhappy with Bryn for inconveniencing her. They were supposed to be going from A to B, not A to B via helping some scrub we don't care about. <laughs> so, 
Squiggle is going to do her best to try and trip the guards and make them come crashing oh, into Bren. Shenanigans. Mm. <laughs> shenanigans, but I'm assuming with a nine on stealth, that <laughs> bullshit will have been noted. Yeah, yeah, they're going to see that and, and sort of just do a little hop over the mage hands and they're going to laugh at each other. <laughs> that Squiggle, we've all heard about you. <laughs> Hey, leave her alone. She's got a big day today. Babysitting duty, is it? Eh, essentially. I don't care as long as I get paid. Gladys and Oleander, you know that the fridge man that's speaking is mm-hmm. uh, a guy called Stern. In fact, you know all of these guys. Stern, Bullock, Woods and Brooks. They're basically city security. They, quote unquote, protect and serve the citizenry. Which means mm. they bully the fuck out of the citizenry. Oh, these, these are cops. These are bullying cops. Yeah. Well, give me an opportunity to, to <laughs> fight them. Well, I suppose if you're doing babysitting duty, you're here for an access rod, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hand over yeah. your rod. It's not gonna. It's not gonna get less funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll hand you something, all right. And he's gonna pull out his sword. Oh, that's not what I asked for. No, it's what you're going to get if you want to get yourself anywhere. You're going to survive on the other side of that portal. You better show me just how good you lot are. Uh, roll initiative. Oh, heck. Oh, heck. I got an eight. I got... Nice. I got a 12. I got an 18. Uh, Squiggle, are you joining or are you just going to let this happen? Um, I think Squiggle is going to sit back with something akin to open contempt. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Okay, so Stan, who uh, pulled his sword first... He's going to take a big old greatsword swing at Bryn. 17. Uh, Gladys is going to use a reaction uh, as a protection fighter to impose disadvantage on that attack. Nice. Yeah, I'm rushing in with my shield to sort of glance some of the blow off. So the second roll was a 20, so that's still a 17. I tried. (laughs) Does that mean you take the damage? (laughs) No, no, he just imposes disadvantage. Can I use patient defense to spend one key point to take dodge action? Yes. Okay, in that case, I do that. Um, uh, so he's slightly overbalanced and misses you then. <laughs> it's a big sword. It's a great it sword. It is. Yeah, it's not too bad. But he apparently <laughs> is not great at hitting you right now. So we have Oleander next. It's time for Betty. Uh, and... That's a hit. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, that will be five. Uh, next we have Bullock. He's going to take a big old swing at Oleander, who's now closest. That's a 10. No. Uh, so he also over overexerts himself. And yeah, a 15. Small. Oh, no. Uh, again. That's also no. Yes. Or short, you know. <laughs> or short, yeah. Yes, so. Uh, Brian. Yes. Do stuff. Uh, I'm going to go for Stern. That's the guy who tried to hit me with his greatsword, yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use an unarmed strike on him. So I roll dexterity for that, because I'm a monk. Oh, I botch. <laughs> you, you punch him square in the chest and it just goes clang. Ooh. He rings like a bell for a moment, <laughs> but um, you're left sort of reeling back, just shaking your fist. Oh, yes, I felt uh, that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that Jackie Chan gif. 1d4 damage. That's one Ow. damage that you did yourself punching that breastplate. Why you hit the titty bit? I don't know. I was aiming for his face, but he's taller than I thought. <laughs> Gladys. Ah, oh, Gladys is frustrated at having not been able to be effective yet. So we're going to go in with the, the battle axe. 
13, does that hit? It does not. Nope, we're going to use an action surge and we're going to do that again. Another <laughs> swing better. with... Ah, that's a crit. That's There's a crit. A Yay. Nice. Yay. attacking? Stern. Okay. 16 damage. He growls at you and sort of spits in your face. Gladys spits back. <laughs> nice. Quite right. <laughs> Quite right too. Woods is going to take a swing at Gladys. That's an 8. That's not going to hit. And a 12. That's not going to hit. <laughs> They're really bad at this. <laughs> yeah. So just swipe, swipe, and you're just like, back up, back up, fuck you. <laughs> oh, go on, come, and get, come and get me if you think you can, if you can handle me. Uh, Brock shoves him out the way and also tries to take a swing at you. 14. That'll hit. Uh, that's 12 slashing damage. Oof. Okay, I will take that 12 slashing damage. Then, as a reaction... Use Stone's Endurance to re uh, to regain 1d12 plus 2 health. Nice. nice. Wow. 11. 11 of that health has come right back. <laughs> <laughs> Gladys is real good at taking a punch and then de- doing I, a punch. I just imagine you like taking this sword swing, getting completely knocked out, and then just rising up like fucking T-1000. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Gladys is just like popping her, popping her shoulder back into position. Just like, there we go. Her fucking what, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's going to take another swing, unless somebody wants to impose disadvantage. Yes, I will do that. So that's a ten? I'm guessing that doesn't uh, hit you. A ten does not hit me. Well then, uh, now we move on to uh, Puffinax. I am going to raise my one-handed warhammer to the sky and say, I'm going to kick your ass for Slice Funk. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I... He looks confused. <laughs> I'm just going to go, like, full... Slam it, slam to me, slam to me, <laughs> or clamp, clam to me, I guess. <laughs> and th- this is my love, my anger, and all of my sorrow. <laughs> Sacred weapon, warhammer. Sacred weapon. <laughs> For the honor of grace, God. <laughs> okay. uh, there's a big shiny light, and Puffin Axe looks very impressive. And we move back to Stern, who is being crowded around rather by all the people trying to take swings. But who's going <laughs> to take another swing? Uh, Bryn. Oh, me again? Yeah. You are the leader. Oh, well, that misses. And that misses. That's two eights. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's so angry. He's just swinging at eight. I'm just, I'm just like <laughs> dodging out of the way. Like in Legend of Korra, where the airbenders are going through that thing with all the spinny panels. <laughs> oh, you, you should. It's very good. I heard it was really gay, and then someone was like, it's not as gay as people say it is. I Aww. mean, the gayness is implied rather than shown on screen because Nickelodeon are cowards. Yeah, that, that basically. You wouldn't get that on Cartoon Network. <laughs> Rebecca Sugar would be sure to make it gay. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, right, so yeah, you're you're being swung out and just like a little backflip over here, a little backflip over here. Ah ha ha ha! Fuck you. Yep, and I'm I'm sticking my thumb to my nose and my tongue out, going la 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 while while doing that. <laughs> do you thumb your nose at me? I do thumb my nose, and I thumb my nose at thee. <gasps> Oleander, what do? You? Uh, while Stern is extended, Oleander will swing with Betty again. Seventeen. Ooh. Spicy. Yep. Nine. You've taken a big swing at Stern. He clearly isn't that damaged, but he takes a big old dive. Like, a, a very theatrical dive. What, like a football player? Like a football player. 
grabbing like a bit of his leg that has not at any point during this fight <laughs> been in contact with anything or anyone. <laughs> Rolling on the floor. Oh, God. Oh, oh. Well, fine, you have your bloody rod. And he points with his thumb in towards the, uh, what you would guess is the security office. Right. Bryn will snap him finger guns and uh, walk towards the security office. <laughs> his friends are helping him up. Aw, that's nice. Can Oleander kick the part that he was holding, like, clutching? <laughs> Do it. Do it. Two. Another two damage. Uh, yeah, so you are now in this very nondescript security office. It's it's like a like a welcome center. It feels like there's like a bunch of if this was our dimension, like four mica tables. There's like mm-hmm. cheap rickety chairs that like if you were too heavy, you know those back legs are just gonna start. Oh. Yeah, you'd be a bit afraid to sit in them if you were saying me. <laughs> Um, there is, uh, like a sink next to that is like a, a full length dress mirror. Uh, on the opposite wall are some posters, uh, that say things like Dove Leaf Ruins Lives, or if you don't talk to your servants about Bliss Crystal, someone else will. <laughs> <laughs> if you see a street urchin, report a street urchin. Join the palace guard. Education for all. C- can I attempt to roll stealth to rip down some of these posters as we walk past? You can roll stealth to do that if you want. Can I roll con- There's no one else in this room. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, can I just start tearing some posters down? Sure. Can I roll constitution to not be nauseated by what I'm seeing? Can I roll persuasion to uh, to find the nearest manager and be... Uh, oh, listen, I love the posters y'all have here. Is there any chance I could just take them all off the walls and share them with all my friends? <laughs> oh. Uh, the only semblance of management is outside clutching their leg and whining about, like, how you lot just got a lucky shot on him? In, in that case, Gladys is back to just ripping them off without asking anyone. Oh, for the record, uh, I rolled an artificial 20 on my save. You did, uh, and you did very well. You're, you just, like, it, it rose up to about throat level, but you swallowed it all back down. Yep. Like a professional. I try. You've dealt with this bullshit before. I have. Okay. <laughs> you are standing in a welcome centre, ripping... <laughs> posters off walls. What's wrong with the posters? I mean, who doesn't love a good bit of dove leaf when you're not on shift? <laughs> Is there someone? What does it have to do with the poster? <laughs> Is there someone in the welcome center that we need to talk to? Nope. There is no one in here. No, there no are, there, are, there isn't the even seemingly another door in here. No, huh. no rods to pick up. Nothing that you can see. Can I roll investigate to find a rod? <laughs> you can. <laughs> roll investigate to find a rod. Can I also roll investigate to try and help? Which oh. I think might be needed considering the four that just got rolled. Yes. Oh dear. Oh, yeah. uh, eight. Oh no. The rest of the group. Roll investigation. Help. Oh no. Oh, yeah, no. Look for four. Oh, 14. Is our snake friend going to help investigate? Is she even in here I with mean, us? At, at this point, unless she crits. Do you want to try and create snake friend, or are you not bothered? Um, I I have a different solution. I want to hear about your solution then. Is it find creature or locate creature? She can use her familiar to perceive through its senses. Or oh, locate via creature. Locate via creature, yes. <laughs> so what would I roll to sniff it out with my asset flip snake? 
Nature? Does your asset flip snake have their own stats? No, I've got snakes navigate by smell. Would it be animal handling? Yeah, but I've got minus two in there. <laughs> Surely a snake would have to know what... reason you should have to roll it. Surely a snake would have to know what it smells like in the first place. What does a rod that's been passed between a lot of guards smell like? You don't want to know. Questionable. Jock itch. <laughs> Sweat and steroids. At this point, is it constitution? <laughs> Maybe. Perhaps it smells like a gym. It just smells like ego and testosterone. Can I make a perception roll to maybe see where where it smells the most like jock itch test and testosterone? <laughs> sure. Goodness me. I do not have good... Th- oh, hell. Wow. 16. <laughs> 16. <More> respectable. <laughs> 16 is pretty good. So, you are drawn to the wall where the posters were, which is now a completely blank wall, because all the posters have been ripped off. There's a couple of bits where the blue tack was, is stayed stuck to the wall and it's ripped just the corners. Oh. It's the worst. Nothing here. I've got an image now of just picking one of the posters in bits to roll it up to use as a roach to smoke dove leaf later. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Do it. Puffthernax is going to like back away from the wall a bit and say, "Um, if y'all were looking for something that smells like toxic masculinity, this wall might be it. Nobody needs that wall. Can we just swing a battle axe at that wall? (laughs) Sure. Roll to attack the wall. Uh, sure. 14. Is 14 enough to hit the wall with a big axe? Uh, you certainly collide with the wall. <laughs> and there is now a chunk where in, in the wall. Can't look through the chunk. Uh, yeah, you can see brickwork. Uh, like, big, heavy stone Yeah, but like masonry. But, like, what else? <laughs> <laughs> Dust? Where can we... there used to be masonry, and now there's just a hole? What, what happens if we roll insight on the wall? Um, I mean, it could do with a lick of paint. <laughs> uh, Gladys walks back out to the the cowering stern outside and goes, "Where's the rod?" <laughs> it's just in the in the center, in it. Gladys brandishes the uh, the battle axe. All four of them are going to pull their swords on you. Uh, Bren's going to come and back up Gladys. Yeah, same. Oleander comes. Squiggle has had enough of being inconvenienced like this. <laughs> He's just gonna get right up in his face, like tiny, like cute little bows in her hair, just nose level with him, but right up in his face as much as she can manage. Oh, little sneaky. Sir, sir, I am bored of this inconvenience. Where is the rod? The rod is in the security center, milady. Well, I don't feel like this is convenient. Hand me it. Oh. Brynn's going to start punching her open palm threateningly. Karen. I don't care who you lot think you are. Work it out yourselves. And they're going to just head off into the city streets. Squiggle is going to spit acid in his face. Oh. <gasps> if we're on the expectoration phase, I'm going to use my breath weapon on them. Dex of 14 for the acid. 20. Not natural. Squiggle is going to spit acid near where his face was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, he's just going to laugh at you and just turn into the crowd. Oh, I hope we get another chance to beat him up later. <laughs> I will warn you, at this point, if you're going to use a breath weapon, they are standing a lot near a big crowd of citizens. Yeah, oh. let, let's not endanger civilians. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Fine, we'll solve the D&D puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to commit a war crime on my first mission. I do not. 
Did he Always say... turn left to genocide. <laughs> uh, can I roll Arcana to know things about rods? Okay. What would that rod do? You would be the one to know. Fifteen. Uh, what that rod do though? So uh, an access rod is something that you would plug into like a, a, a portal gate. Depending on which dimension you were trying to get to would depend very much on the colour of the portal, but pretty much all of the wizards going through the portal are going to one place. So you know that everywhere in the city uh, the access roads are going to be purple. Would you like me to re-describe the room to you? Please. So, you go back into the room and you see uh, a bunch of, like, Formica tables, some rickety-looking chairs, there's like a few questionable scrolls of um, some saucy scrolls kicking about on the desk that Ooh. clearly the uh, the guards have been reading. The posters are back up on the wall. Oh. Any any that you've got in your inventory, still there. But the posters are back up on the wall. Uh, there's Ooh. like a little sink with, um, the, I guess they just do their washing up. It's piled high with dirty dishes. And next to that is like a full length dress mirror. Huh. Hmm. Uh, Hmm. I'm going to look in the mirror. That's what I was thinking. Is this room part of the test? Bryn's going to take out the um, exam papers and hand them off to Squiggles and say and say to her, what, what, do you, what do you make of these? <gasps> Sit down at the table and chair and fill out your forms. Aha. I just rolled an eight in, on intelligence. I'm not entirely sure she can read. <laughs> <laughs> They've already filled your name in at the top of this. This is like your day to do the test. These are your papers for you. Obviously, whoever was in admin, remember to just go like, I've, I've had, had the Pixies copy this out for me. Now, that's all stapled together and that's going to be for Squiggles whenever it's her turn to go through the portal and do the thing. Um, Your name's filled in. The date is filled in. Rather handy. Um, And the rest of it appears to be a lot of sort of boring instructions about like what you have to do once you're through the portal. Uh, did someone say they wanted to look in the mirror? I did. Okay. I think Squiggle's just going to throw them back at Bryn. Stupid notes. And go and look in the mirror Bryn will instead. slide those into her pack, along with those saucy scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, looking into the mirror, you can see the uh, the, the room that you are in. And yourself is... looking back at you. Uh, roll perception. <laughs> Zero. Oh, no. Are you flat? Zero. <laughs> yep. That that's a mirror, all right. Can uh, Gladys attempt to look through and look at the mirror and perceive? Sure. Twelve. That certainly is a mirror. Brent Brent's <laughs> going to do an assist and also roll perception. Are we all just forming an orderly queue to be like, I want to look in the mirror. I need to check my hair. I've got twenty-two there, so. <laughs> okay. You notice that the posters on the wall behind you are completely legible in the mirror. Uh-huh. I don't think this is a mirror. It's uh, it's hard to explain, but the... Uh, you know how you, when you look in a mirror, a poster's back... You, you like, everything's back to front? If you if you look at the posters, you'll see that they're the right way round. You can still read them in the mirror. There was another room on the other side of that wall. We're just going to keep hitting. <laughs> it's the opposite wall. Okay, different wall. <laughs> uh, Gladys goes to the other wall and starts hitting. Okay, Oleander so helps. You start. You start. You all start hitting the wall above the sink. <laughs> and I mean, not near the sink. Work. You know what? I accidentally hit like a pipe. Okay, so hit the, hit the just the next mirror, to the mirror. Maybe? You want to? Okay, you want to take a swing at the mirror? Yeah. Okay. 
roll to swing at the mirror. Sure. Uh, that's botch. <laughs> you go to swing at the mirror. You completely overbalance yourself and just do a little pirouette and then just fall over sideways. Gladys is not having a good day. I'm not really. Br- Bryn's gonna. Gladys is fine when there's a fight happening, but anything outside of fights, Gladys is not good. Uh, Oliander, you were swinging at the wall, yeah? Oh, yes. And uh, okay. two handed with Betty. Ooh. And this will be 19. 19. So you swing hard at that wall, and oh, that's a that's a good sized chunk you've taken out of that wall. Similarly, brick, brick dust. Bryn's gonna help Gladys to her feet. And she's going to, she's going to say to Squiggles, uh, try touching the mirror. Squiggles boops it with the tip of her tail. You feel nothing. Hmm. Okay, but what happens? <laughs> nothing the happens to the mirror. Um, <laughs> Buffernax is going to start um, turning turning posters um, around and looking to see if they're looking any different in the mirror. So you're like taking them off the wall and then like turning them backwards? Or? Yes. Okay, um, you can see the backs of the posters, and you can't tell if they look any different. Hey, can one of y'all tell me if these posters look look different in the mirror? Look in the mirror! Uh, uh, you you can see the backs of the posters. Yeah, it's yeah, very so difficult to changing tell if... things in here is changing it, it, things It, it is there. affecting things. Okay. There's not a completely separate, untouched so room, So it's, it's a TV screen. Are there any purple posters? There are no purple posters. Hmm. Are there any red posters? There are no specifically red posters. Most of them are just like parchment coloured with just fancy writing on with gotcha. the aforementioned slogans. This is why I never play characters that don't have magic because I'm, I'm looking at my list of options. I'm like, well, I can punch the problem. Do you want to punch the mirror? Or, okay. the, or the posters? I want to try and hit the mirror again. Bryn's, Bryn's, oh, Bryn's starting it. to want to punch the mirror. Crit. Crit to hit the mirror. <laughs> oh, I say, so you like... You're, you're winding up for this punch. You take a couple of steps back. You go charging head first. Yeah. You put your fist straight through the mirror. And you keep travelling forward. And you trip over the frame of the mirror. And you go skidding across the room to the other side. Into Puffinax's feet. Uh, you you're standing on the opposite side of the room. You okay there? You okay? <laughs> I knew punching the problem was the solution. Punch all your problems. Uh, Pathanax, how many of the posters have you taken down? Um, Just one of them, or? I don't think I've had much time to get more than one. So I went right through the mirror. You went right through the mirror and landed in Reflection Pathanax's feet. Oh. Oh. Mm. 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 So if I'm at Reflection Pathanax's feet, is there another me in the actual world? No. No. Okay. Oh. Mm. What do I see in here? It's the room you just left. Hmm. But mirrored, except for anything that's written. Oh. What does the writing say now? Exactly what it no. said before. Yeah, that's the point of what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I, I, I got nothing else. I'm just going to write, uh, uh what, what's it called? Security rod? Rod of control? On a, mm-hmm. on a piece of paper and just throw it through the mirror? And just, th- <laughs> and just think okay. really hard about that rod and just think really uh, Gladys uh, Gladys Axe is throwing balls of paper at you <laughs> um, Gladys Gladys wishes to catch one and throw it back very hard I might add that it was kind of weird from your perspective because you saw Puffinax standing next to you screw up the, right 
um, uh, access rod on this bit of paper, screw it up, throw it through the mirror. As soon as it touched the mirror, it came back through the mirror towards you, and you caught it. Yeah, oh, that is weird. Can I try hitting this version of, this, this version of Puffinax? Just smack around the head. <laughs> Puffin X takes two damage. Ow. Oh. What, what, the, what did I do? What did I... <laughs> from from seemingly nowhere. Just just testing what's happening. Yeah, what, what, what is happening? I don't know. Hitting things is my problem-solving method. The rest of you need to solve the rest of this. Can I roll Arcana to know what this is? Sure. Twelve. It's some kind of magic mirror. <laughs> can, can we all just roll Arcana? Can we? A mirror that is magic. <laughs> I also rolled a You are not a good wizard. I got a 15. Four. I got a 7. 3. Oh. <laughs> uh, as a group roll, this is some kind of magic mirror. A mirror <laughs> that is magic. Olean is going to go through the mirror. Uh, Bren is going to follow him. Yeah. Okay. I'll, Parthenax will go to, Puffthenax will go too. Sorry, um... Sorry, I, I, I don't know if we established. Is uh, is Elena's, uh, Elena's pronouns he, him? Oleander? Yeah, yeah, Elena. Oh, yes. Yes, okay. He is. They, they are. Correct. Cool. Right. Um, you're now in this room. It's the same as the last room. It has the Formica tables. It has slightly less questionable scrolls now that... Uh... Now that Bryn has uh, had, had a, a few of those away. I don't know what you're talking about. You notice that... <laughs> Absolutely. Not a thing. No one saw anything. Rolled stealth. Didn't um, see nothing, officer. All the officers were left. Um, you do notice that the doorway that was open in the on the other side of the mirror is, is closed. <gasps> hmm. Open the oh, door. Oh, for the record, I rolled, I rolled five on stealth, so I think everyone saw me. <laughs> <laughs> Just did the dirty little chuckle picking them up. <laughs> was very, very, very uh, obvious innocent whistling while I was doing it. <laughs> uh, did you say you were going to try and yeah. open the door? Well, what's what's on the other side of that door? Nothing. That door doesn't open. Mm. The what handle if, doesn't even turn. What if I hit it with the axe? <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, I like every problem with hitting with roll, an axe. Roll to hit this wall with an axe. <laughs> Twenty-one to hit it with an axe. Okay, you take a swing at the wall, and it it really jars up your arm as you strike the wall. And you see brickwork and brick dust I'm in re- this wooden door. I'm really sorry, everyone. I can't fix this problem by hitting it. <laughs> well, that's not right. That looks like it's wood, but when you hit it, it's uh, clearly brick underneath. Hmm. Are we going to run out brick of air in here? <laughs> not yet. Oh, I don't no, like the sound of that. Tr- Is there anything purple in this room? No. Can Oleander poke around? How would Oleander like to poke around? Well, the what comes to mind being that he is on the smaller side would be to look under things. Okay. Um, there's chewing gum and bogey stuck to the bottoms of the tables. Oh. Nice. Uh, no. Gl- Gladys, Gladys's uh, theory now is get everything out of this room and into the original version of the room to make space to be like, that's not the rod, that's not the rod. So just like, so try- is this prey where you're trying to get everything in the elevator? <laughs> yes, yeah. Sure. And Gladys is picking up every chair and every table and throwing them through the mirror back to the original to be like, okay, let's clear this room out. What can we see? This okay. is good escape the room uh, strategy. Yeah. Oh, so where, where are you starting? 
Get rid of the tables. Okay, tables go through. Yeah. Weirdly, when they go through, you don't now see them on the other side. Oh. Mm. Chairs. Chairs go through. Again, they seem to have vanished. Posters. You take the posters down. You get to the one about an education. And behind it is like a a little wooden door. (gasps) How little? Um, About two foot by two foot. So a snake could go through it. (laughs) Or there could be a rod inside it. Theoretically. That too. (laughs) (laughs) Gladys opens the door looking for either the rod or something that that a Yuan-Ti could crawl into. It's just a stack of rods. Oh, so many rods. So many purple throbbing rods. Oh no, it's the magical energy that's throbbing. <laughs> too many rods, too, too many, many rods. rods. <laughs> oh god damn it. I, I feel like we should be able to take more than one, one rod now. We had to work hard enough to find some. <laughs> Bryn's going to slide a couple into her bag and carry one. Anyone's, anyone who wants a rod, stick them oh. on your inventory. Oh, this is taking a rod. I'll, I will have a rod. Rods for all, and all for rods. Oleander was, doesn't want to be left out, so he'll take a rod, even though he doesn't know what it does. The rodding purple rod. Bryn is grasping her rod firmly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gladys has taken a rod chair. purely to spite the room. <laughs> it's like, fuck, fuck you, room, you can't keep rods away from me. Okay, we've got we've got our hot rods. You do have hot rods. Time to go find yeah. a pot, I guess. Okay. So you walk back through the mirror, and all the tables and chairs have gone. What will they sit on? That's their problem. Maybe they're rods. (laughs) 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 Uh, You head out into the little square and and through the city. The citizenry are citizenrying. There is another loud explosion. (laughs) This time there's some blue smoke that comes over the battlements. It seems to be slightly further away than the last one, so it's probably fine. And you head towards sort of a, a, a station, I guess, but for portals. Oh. There's like seven or eight of these portals. Some of them are much, much larger than others. Like, there's clearly ones that are made for like a single person to walk through. Like as a single human person to walk through. Mm-hmm. And then there's like one in the center that's about three stories high. Uh, none of them are activated. That's what passing the very big one. She turns to Oleander and says, Mind your head, Oleander. Oleander will look up. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> okay. You are at the portal station. All right. Is there a staff member we can show our rod to? <laughs> I'm, I'm, ass- I'm assuming this is this is time for our wizardly charge to do to do this, I would guess. Do, do that's, a magic. that's a good idea. Whip out your rod and show it to people. Grasp your rod and do, yeah. Grasp your rod and do some magic. Show us a trick. Magic it up. Um, well, Squiggle is not going to look for a staff member because she feels entitled to just use the portal. Yeah. Okay. Assuming she knows how to use portals. <laughs> Are you going to pick a portal? The big one. Of course. Of course. It has to be <laughs> the big one. Yeah. Subtle as a brick. <laughs> Subtle as a plane crash. You've got to make a grand entrance. The only kind I deserve. Apparently so. So you, you head over to the hugest one, and it's got some little steps leading up because obviously it's got a bit of bit of a ridge at the bottom. Um, but there there is like a, a slot on one side, 
uh, as you're going up the stairs. So you're saying that there is a welcoming hole? There is a welcoming hole. Into which fill that slot. <laughs> I, I could fill that slot indeed. I'm going to fill the slot with my throbbing purple rod. Okay. Is there room for more than one rod? <laughs> there is only enough room for one rod in this oh. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could try and stretch it out, but that could take months. <laughs> and a lot of lube. Uh, um, so you, you stick it in the hole, and there is like, it starts to hum and vibrate. As it's getting closer to the hole, and it's it's almost like it sucks itself out of your hand as it gets like right on on the oh my the tip. You you just you you just 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 the tip, just the tip, and then it goes all the way in, swallowed. Okay. Uh, there there is like a a hum and a throb in the air, like a just before a lightning strike. That sort of like smell of ozone and just a weird sense of tingly portentousness. And stretching out from the middle in just a single flash is just this weird purple and black swirling skin. Ugh. It's got like a a fleshy tone to it, but it's moving almost like water. I've seen this thing before. It killed Tasha Yar. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon, I know. It's too soon. Why couldn't they have taken Wesley instead? (laughs) Shut up, Wesley. Oh, fucking Barkley. Take Barkley. Give us back Tasha. Take Wesley and Barkley. Come on, that's a really good deal. Okay, Gladys is resisting the urge to hit this skin-looking thing with the axe. Someone have a better plan. Puffer Nax is going to slap it and say, This baby can hold so many Wesleys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you, You slap it. You don't feel any contact with anything. And it feels like your your hand is sort of pulled away from you, but as you you pull it back, it, it's definitely connected to you. All right, I think it's safe. I'm just going to dive in head first. Literally, as every part of you passes through the portal, you feel like you're being stretched, and the the point of stretched moves as you move further through the portal. At at one point, you are definitely on both sides of this portal at once, and you feel really sick. So you start moving that bit quicker. And you almost sort of tumble out the other side. It's like a, a um, like you've been running and suddenly stopped, or you've been running on a travelator and you've got to the end of it. And all <laughs> of a sudden, the floor's not moving as fast as it was, and you're like, "Ah, oh, dear, dear. Oh, I hate okay. those things. I'm up. I'm up. Ten points. I'm up. I didn't fall over. Fuck you. Ah. Huh? <laughs> um, Gladys is going to hold her breath and sprint head, like full on as fast as possible at this. Oh god! Is that that a bad move? Uh, you're just gonna go barreling into the back of <laughs> oh, the no. necks. <laughs> Yay! And you're gonna roll together in a a, a a sort of soldiery pile. That's fine. Gladys won't take any damage. Gladys will be fine. Can I roll acrobatics to do a somersault through the portal? Sure. Oh god! <laughs> you're gonna be stretched while upside down. It's <laughs> not good. Oh, it's uh, so, so you do. Uh, so you, you go to do like a somersault through the portal and there's there's just a point where like you realise you've not like flipped enough in midair <laughs> and you start to try and catch yourself and you put one hand down and there's a bit of a like a bit of a slip as your wrist gives oh, no. out and you you fall down, your legs are fully in the abyssal plane, and the rest of you is fully where you started. Ah. And it feels fucking weird. 
<laughs> like you're like, like you're like one of those slinky dogs. Oh no! <laughs> Your middle seems to go on forever, interplanial, interplanial. I, I, I will, I will, I want to shuffle forward to try and catch up with the rest of me. King Gladys try and pull, pull, pull out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God! I should have known what I was getting into with this. Like, yes, you can pull out. <laughs> Wipe her off when you're <laughs> Wait, so is Gladys pulling me by my feet? By whichever end of you is on the, the same end of the portal as Gladys. Yeah, yeah, so I think that would be my feet that's just sticking out the other I end. Think that's the feet, yeah. yeah pull, pulling you by the feet. Oh. Now Squiggle has played this game before and being a long enough snake to stand seven foot at the front that, that stretching sensation, it's no. just it's not good. So she's going to get level with the portal, lie down in front of it, like li- just little snooter bopple right on the floor, and just roll. And I'm sorry for the back of anyone's legs. Spin, 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 spin. spin. <laughs> like extra fast spinning as you roll sideways. For a moment, some of your bows are extra long. Some of your crinoline seems to go on forever. But there you are in the other world. Is that everyone through? Oleander didn't go yet. Oleander, how are you going to make this weird? <laughs> oh no. Oleander is Oleander's kind of dumb. Do it. So while, do while it. you're working out what to do, I just have to share with the group the thought I've had, which is just poking one of the rods into the portal so that the, the rod is just infinitely long. <laughs> <laughs> An infinitely long rod, eh? Yeah. Okay, there you go. That was my thought. Well, Oleander's fine to go through himself. What will happen will happen, but he's worried about Betty. Aww. So he will he will take Betty off his back and just kind of make sure that Betty's the last to go through. Because if he is stretched into infinity and dies, then at least Betty will be okay. There is a brief moment when you are still holding Betty, but you feel infinitely no. distant from her. Oh. oh. This was a bad idea in a different way. Finally, everyone is through the portal. Yay. Welcome to the Abyssal Realm. Yay. The sky is purple and black. There are weird, bony flying things in the air that look horrifying. Occasionally you see them like swoop down in the distance and pick up some other kind of creature. This looks like a great <laughs> time. Yeah, it's very like rocky and barren. Lots, yeah, lots of swirly purple weirdness. Everybody else sees this too, right? It's it. I didn't go through the portal wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Squiggle reconsults her instructions. Well, good. Roll investigation. I want to see how well you read these instructions. <laughs> or did you just skim them? Or not at all. <laughs> That's <Fudge. a> gosh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of instructions. They look really boring. Uh, now that you're all through, there is sort of a moment and the whole portal just blinks out behind you. Is there still, like, where the portal was, like a frame around it, or is there just nothing? Not directly behind you, no. Mm. Uh. There is, like, one to the side, just like a small one. Well, just hmm. as well we brought extra rods. A bunch of them. Yep. So at the moment you're standing at a, at a fork, there is, like, a kind of a flat rock to your left. And what looked like some kind of footprints in the dust uh, to your right. Hmm. 
Hmm. Squiggle is going to go and lie down on the flat rock and give the instructions to someone else to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bryn, Bryn will, <laughs> as respectfully as she can, uh, but not too respectfully because she's getting a little frustrated with Squiggles, uh, she's going to grab the instructions and peruse them, muttering to herself as she's reading them. Uh, do you want me to roll investigation? Please. Ten. <clears throat> okay, so the, the first part of it just seems to be directions. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that your the first part of this map is that you should be taking the right. Okay. The well, it says we're supposed to go right here. Is that where those footprints were going? Yes. Yeah, it looks that way. We do make any kind of check to work out like what kind of footprints are these? How worried should we be about? Sure, let's have a nature check. Nature. Nine. Eleven. <laughs> Five. We're rolling so bad. Uh, 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 uh. I botched. <laughs> I also botched, but not naturally. It was just one. Oh no. We're all so terrible. You're all pretty sure that this is some kind of giant guinea pig? <gasps> Probably giant guinea pigs, but maybe evil giant guinea pigs. That sounds both delightful and terrifying at the same time. Let's go pet Let's it. Let's go ride it. <laughs> Let's go eat it. So many people riding animals in my stories. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just want to eat it. Can I? Can I at least have a turn riding it before you eat it? I like to ride giant animals. It shows. It shows. It's not I'm, just your story. It shows that I'm tough. <sighs> So you all bumble down the path, <laughs> all merrily skipping along, excited to meet the giant guinea pig. I just, we all link arms yep. and we start skipping like in The Wizard of Oz. Aww, we're off to see the guinea pig, the wonderful guinea pig of the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So what do y'all think abyssal guinea pigs eat? Abyssal hay. Yeah. Uh, abyssal greens. Uh, Nothing in the abyss looks green, it's all purple and black. Abyssal browns. So, I used to get these treats from my pets called Greenies. I guess they're purplies here? <laughs> they not based on Dreamies. So, as you're heading along this path, you eventually come to another open area. And there is, like, this tall obelisk of glowing purple rock that has all these different, like, room markings on it. And ahead of you, uh, there is just, like, a, another straight path. Do the instructions say where to go? Check the I'll have a look at those instructions. What those instructions do? Can I read the runes? Sure. I only speak common or abyssal. Well, you're in the abyss, <laughs> so suck it and see. <laughs> okay, I will suck the big black obelisk and see. <laughs> it seems to be just random characters. Hmm. Abyssal kanji. Oh God, no. Oh God, yes. You see, like words for blood and demon and horror. Despair. I'm now thinking of the markers from Dead Space. <laughs> There's a muttering in the side of the back of your skull. I don't like this. You feel like you might need an eye operation? No. <laughs> I don't like necromorphs. It's scary. They like you. <laughs> they like everything far too much. And you've all got choppy things. You could get a limb off, no problem. They're very rough. They like to cuddle, but badly. I mean, I don't, I don't have choppy yes. things, except my hands. I do a judo chop on a rock. <laughs> only, th- only thing I've got is a warhammer and a javelin. Uh, Bryn, you take uh, two damage <laughs> from punching a rock. 
Not because she's scared or anything, but Squiggle is just going to take her dagger and wedge it into like a little looping part of the floating asset snake. I'm just imagining you sellotaping a knife to a a badly glitching snake. Asset flip snake, what have you got? A knife? No! (laughs) (laughs) How are those instructions coming along? Well, uh, shall I roll another investigation? Yeah. Love to roll. Ten. Again. Yep. Straight after the bit about the, the prince, you can see instructions on exactly which runes to press on this thing. And there is a big warning about not proceeding before having input these things into the obelisk. Okay, so you need to punch in these symbols, and Bryn is going to point to the symbols on the uh, page as she shows it to Squiggles. Go on, what does it say? (laughs) Horrifying death awaits all despair now. Is that read out loud? Only, only Squiggle could have read that, that out loud, I guess, because only you have Abyssal. She reads it out as she's doing it, and then pauses, <laughs> and just allows herself a tiny little moment of despair, and like the student in the library crying their eyes out when the alarm goes off, just, that's enough of that, and carries on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as you press each of the runes, they go from purple to red, um, and nothing really indicates that you've finished inputting the thing, or that it's okay to go, but you have got to the end of the instructed runes. Hmm. Hmm. Lead the way, glitchy nice snake. <laughs> <laughs> glitchy nice snakes forges on bravely. <laughs> um, before that, can Puffernax, like, throw a rock or something in the area where we're going to be heading? Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Go ahead. You throw the rock. And for a 15, you barely miss glitch snake. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's fine. It, it sails over the head of Glitch Snake, who almost glitches up into it as it's passing. <laughs> Collision detection is weird as fuck. Um, but yeah, it yeah seems like it's safe for stones to pass this way and Glitch Snakes. Alright, then I'll take second point behind the Glitch Snake. And Bryn will stride after him. Yeah, is there a word for that? Rear guard. Is there a word for the, for like all these Sorry. positions, like point, then second, and then all that good stuff? I only know taking point. <laughs> Ask us what I, I know the last one is taking up the rear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> rear guard, yeah. Oh, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, again, head down some sort of warreny spaces between all these jaggedy rocks, Ooh. and you come to what looks like a, a petrified tree. It looks, like, really spiky, and it appears to be made of some kind of concrete. Hmm. So there is an exit to uh, straight ahead. Uh, There is, like, a sort of a a thorny purple bush about two foot high, and there is just a weird stack of rocks. You know how people do that rock stacking thing? Yeah. 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 There's, like, a stack of those to your right. Hmm. Do you say the bush was purple? Yes, like everything else. Oh, (laughs) that doesn't help then. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got excited for a second. I was like, ah, oh, we have extra rods, we'll put a rod there. Anything in the instructions there, uh, Bryn? Uh, Bryn will investigate the uh, instructions again. 18. Yeah, yeah, you know, you need to go and head via the bush, which would lead you to a well and a secret path near the well. We're going into the bush to find a wet hole. I. <laughs> I I appreciated that, Becky. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was still reading out instructions. 
She said, Sarah, we're, going to, we're, going to get, we're going to climb into the bush to find a wet hole. <sighs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad you understand the situation. <laughs> I think we need to go into that bush. You'll get no complaints from me. <laughs> Should have gone before we went. Glitch <laughs> <laughs> snake bravely forges on. Uh, so you forge on past the bush. Uh, you come to a well following the rest of the instructions that you got. You find a secret path near the well. It's weird, because looking straight on at this wall, definitely a big stone wall. But if you come at it from just the right angle, it's just a, just an open archway. Real fucking weird. Is there a little worm beside there asking us if we want to come in for tea? Go inside and meet Mrs. <laughs> go inside and have a nice cup of tea. Oh. Don't go that way. Never go that way. Cool. I'm afraid we're going to run into David Bowie at this point. I'm sure you'll get there in the end. <laughs> What's this nightmare? Uh, and so you have found a way to like a weird open area space. Uh, but this is definitely where the instructions for how to get to the area end. And there are some weird mushrooms. Like you have a sort of weird fleshy texture they're kind of moist the mushrooms themselves are sort of a, a beige color which is unusual because everything here is fucking purple and black hmm. do they look like a comfortable place to sit suck it and see gladys is gonna sit on a mushroom oh these are quite big are they yeah it's kind of squishy yeah. oh yeah pretty big Ow. uh like like three foot across and about sort of three foot high yeah gladys takes a seat on a mushroom because as, as she sees it her job's done now we got the we got the wizard to the wizard place it's your problem now sparkles Bryn will sit on a mushroom nearby in the lotus position and start meditating well pretending to meditate she's got one eye open a crack to keep an eye on squiggles as the two of you get onto the mushrooms like these weird disc things seem to sort of fall out of the bottom of them Ooh. Is there a large blue caterpillar sat on any of the mushrooms? Oh uh, no, there is not a large blue caterpillar floating on any of the mushrooms. But who are you? I, I wish to investigate what the, what the thing was that just fell. Okay. What is it? It's uh, a, about an inch across. It looks like a like a concave disc, like a like a hemoglobin, but instead of being red, it's a sort of weird. Fleshy beige colour. Pocket that. It's mine now. Can I roll nature on that to see what that, that is? Same. Oh, those are respectable rolls. 23 to mushroom. And I got an 18. Okay, so uh, Bryn, you would guess it's some kind of spore from the mushroom? Ah, oh, that's what I was thinking. A squiggle, uh, as a trainee wizard, you know that this is referred to as worm. <laughs> I know what that is from polyamory. <laughs> I know what that is from Polyarbory as well. Do any of the instructions suggest that I should probably chuck that down the hatch? I think Gladys is is, is real tempted to chuck that down the hatch. literally the whole reason you're here. Okay. It's drugs. Can we all do the drugs? But drugs are bad. (laughs) Bryn folds her arms and refuses and says, My body is a temple. I will not pollute it with such drugs. Gladys has no such reservations. <laughs> Gladys is going to take the worm. <laughs> Very tempted to. If you want to, I won't stop I mean, you. Not going to do so until uh, we'll, we'll let the UNT be the, uh, the the test case. Go on, wizard. Is there anything else on the instruction sheet? Uh, Bryn will take a look at it and do an investigate. 
It's a two. All you know that all she's got to do is eat the worm, and then you'll go home. Done. Apparently, you've just got to eat the worm, and then we're done. Um, before we start taking unknown hallucinogens, you mind if I take a quick peek at that there paper? Knock yourself out. Thank you. And Brenda's <laughs> going to aggressively meditate. <laughs> so fucking peaceful. <laughs> yeah, it turns out that's all we got to do. <laughs> For a four. That is, yeah, that is exactly it. Irritated hissing and snatching of instructions. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> you have Someone to save take us. the worm. It's recommended to lie down. Um, some kind of warnings about side effects. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I'm a sucker for a simple instruction. <laughs> she is going to assume the tiny four foot dollop position Aww. and swallow it whole. Just jar unhinges unnaturally far for what you would have thought for her tiny cute little doll face. It's like down to her chest, just blah. It it goes in, and as soon as it hits your stomach, I need you to make a constitution roll. First of many. Fourteen. Okay, you, you keep it down. Uh, but, like, your stomach feels bad. Like, you are being literally twisted in knots like a balloon animal. Aww, that hasn't happened to me since primary school. Um, it, it feels bad, but after a few minutes you start looking around the room and despite the incredible discomfort in, you, in your stomach, oh, and you've started doing that salivate thing like when you're really, really drunk and you're not quite going to throw up. Oh, when but you your get mouth is just it. doing just saliva. Oh. Yeah, that. Um, and, and the world around you, as like, you start to get like tears in your eyes, seems to get this sort of weird rainbow haze over it. You do not feel at all well. Gladys! Gladys currently puts this tentatively back towards the pocket because it looks like it's a bad time. <laughs> uh, lo- looking for any signs of like, oh, are you going to get through this and then it becomes a good time? <laughs> she's, she's basically using this as... Uh, Squiggles as a, as a uh, trip-sitting test report. <laughs> Just like, hey, what... Bryn currently has a very smug look on her face. What, with, with her eyes firmly shut, med- pretending to meditate at this point. Oh, ca- catching that smug look, Gladys is going to pop... Uh, he's going to have one now. Just, just be like, oh, yeah, he's being all smug file. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is gonna be one competition. This is going to be one competition Gladys will win. <laughs> let's, have a, uh, let's have a constitution run. Thirteen. Again, hits your stomach. It feels like someone has literally grabbed your stomach and twisted it, folded it in half, uh, done like another little twist in it, and then done another little twist, and then sort of sucked on part of your your, your stomach lining so to make the little tail pop up. And there's some ears. <laughs> yeah, it literally feels like someone is making balloon animals out of your stomach. Uh, Gladys turns back and gives a smug look in return. Like or tries to turning your head just like <laughs> too much, and you just hit the floor. <laughs> Bryn, it just has a giant shit-eating grin on her face now, and starts going um. You won't be so smug when I come out of this with wizard powers or whatever. Um. Again, you're you're just doing that salivate thing. And and the world is getting slightly more and more rainbow as you get more like tears in your eyes. How's everyone doing? <laughs> Bryn's doing fantastic. 
Puffernax has just took out his clam caster and started listening to clam quisition. <laughs> Can I get a perception roll from everyone, please? Except, except Gladys <laughs> and Squiggle. 16. 10 from me. 5 for me. I do not percept. Okay. Um... It's fine. You can just hear you can just hear Bryn oming away. <laughs> the occasional dribbling. Overall, I'm afraid as a team roll, you didn't you didn't you didn't really get very far with that one. Uh, can I get Constitution rolls from our um, test subjects? Goodness, it's a thing I'm good at. <laughs> oh, I botched. I should never say that. Never. Never okay. say those words. Yeah. Roll 20 can hear when I say those words. <laughs> it can. Squiggle. 19. Uh, you feel like a lurch in your stomach, but then it's fine. Gladys, you've just made a big mess of yourself. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Am so... I back to sobriety or is this still... Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. No, don't you worry about that <laughs> for 16 hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're making a big mess of yourself. Uh, so I'm going to need... Three psychic damage. Yeah, I can take that. Um, you're starting to see some kind of scary stuff. Like, Ooh. the jagged rocks are starting to look like fingers reaching over you. Natural rock walls that are just like bits of jagged rock are just reaching over and, and down on you and grabbing you. And you're lying on the floor, a little bit of sick down one side of you oh. and over your, like your shoulder. And you're just staring at the sky, just going... Uh, wait, wait, it's fine. If the big hands try and get me, I'm very resistant to being punched. Uh, yeah, you can barely move right now. Squiggle, um, things are starting to look a bit taller than they should. People's faces occasionally just seem to slide off their body, like Temmie's going to Kool Aid. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit weird, but you're you're managing fine. You're a trainee wizard. You were prepared for this. Uh, can I get another perception from everyone? Thirteen. Sixteen. Eighteen. Um, so Bryn, I assume you're still oming away. <laughs> yep, I don't think any om will come of it. Om, om, and you start to hear like murmuring from somewhere nearby, like lots of people talking in very hushed tones. Oh, hello. I'll crack open an eye and have a look around. Do I uh, see anything? You can't see anything, I don't think, just yet. I'll crack open the other eye then and look with both. <laughs> Not real, really. You can't see anything, but you can definitely sort of tell roughly where the sound is coming from. Puffernex, what do your dragonborn eyes see? <laughs> Puffernex is going to take, take out his maces by Dre. <laughs> say again, say again. Do you, do you see that thing? I hear something. Sounds like people muttering. I do not hear anything. A audible wink. <laughs> but I do try and look around like subtly, like so I don't tip off whoever's out there, because because I'm guessing someone's out there. So, so all you can hear is this. Oleander, what? Any thoughts? Busy cleaning Betty, but glance around. Keep Betty at the ready. Can I get constitution rolls from our drug takers, please? Fourteen! Eleven! Oh, this goes up to eleven. Am I doing better now? So with a fourteen, you're starting to get the hang of things. You're feeling less, like, wildly out of control. And it's become less of a difficult experience. 
but it's still kind of horrifying. Like, the set and setting, not good for this at all. No. Um, and, and you're starting to hear, like, whispering, and you think it's coming from inside your head. Wow. Uh, Squiggle, things are starting to get bad. Like, the, the faces on people, like, their face seems to, like, slide off sometimes. But when it comes back, it doesn't seem to be their face. Like, it's sort of evil and demonic. Uh, people's arms, like, their limbs are getting longer. And it feels like they're sort of almost Slenderman-esque. Long, gangly uh, arms. Like, long, pointed fingers. And everyone's looking just a bit horrifying to you at the moment. Squiggle is going to summon Tiny Glitch Snake and just focus on the thing that shouldn't look right anyway. <laughs> Uh, tiny glitch snake looks like a like a sixteen foot python with a purple and green reticulated pattern and these bright glowing yellow eyes. Not like a glitch snake. Oh, and you can hear this whispering that appears to be coming from inside your own head. Is is it the two of us? Are we whispering to each other in our minds? <sighs> Squiggle is going to attempt to wrap herself in glitch snake as a giant comfort blanket. Yes. Can I get perception from everyone, please? 12. 13. 16. 16. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. I'm, I'm not really much for seeing what's happening right now. No, it's all just sort of like ebbing and flowing in front of you. There is a sort of slimy crimson thing that seems to be moving towards the worm users. Uh-oh. And can we all see it? Every, everyone except uh, Gladys can see it. And it is sort of muttering, like with many different voices. Uh, Bryn is going to stand on the mushroom that she was uh, meditating on and pull out her quarterstaff and say, Who goes there? It's just muttering and gibbering. Hmm. Hmm. It, it appears to be spreading out like water. Oh, what would I roll to know something about this thing? Is that a religion roll or... Uh, nature? Nature. Seven. So I guess I know nothing. It's some kind of sentient gibbering puddle. Oh. Is it the, is it the thing from that Star Trek episode that took Tasha Yar again? <laughs> <laughs> no, this sounds like something from the original series. I don't know, it's a sentient puddle. Certainly a sentient puddle. Squiggle's just annoyed by it, so she's just going to hiss at it in abyssal. Speak sense or not at all. Um, it starts to get louder, but it still sounds like so many people talking over each other that you can't make out anything sensible from it. So I need a DC 13 dexterity check from Squiggle with disadvantage. 14. Heck. Okay, so this thing, like, seems to spit something at you but it just you you just sort of have a moment of like loss of control of your body and and more luck than judgment it just sort of whistles past you uh but the thing is getting louder and it seems to have like risen up out of its pool of stuff and it is this doughy pile of looks like somebody's turns a creature inside out oh. that sort of crimson veiny blob of mouths and eyes and all the mouths are just talking mm. constantly just gibbering at one another 
and at you. Roll initiative. Does that include Gladys? <laughs> you can try. Twelve. Hang out, Nate. Mine goes up to eleven. Five. Five. Okay, Oleander, you're up first. Does it look axe-vulnerable? It appears to be a weird flesh column of mouths and eyes. So axe-vulnerable. Could be. Hit it with the axe. Hit it with the axe. Hit it with the axe. <laughs> uh, so Oleander wants to get up on the mushroom, presumably, that he was sitting on prior, and like dive onto it with the axe. Okay, that's quite a jump. It's about 20 feet away. Oh, okay. Well, dang. All right. Well, then, ignoring his idea about <laughs> jumping onto it, he will just have to run over and jump onto it. Oh, that's not... 12? That's not going to do it. Damn. Maybe I should stop jumping onto things. Uh, so, next up, we have the gibbering mouther, which is going to have a bite out of Oleander. Uh, that's a four. No. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Bryn. You're also about 20 feet away from it. In that case, I'm going to spend a key point to use the dash action uh, as a bonus action in order to get up close and then deliver a flying kick at it. So have at it. I will have at it. That's uh, I crit. Right. 23. Nice. nice. <laughs> it's a botch, so it's only two. I do two damage with that crit. Oh, it's so sad. Okay, Pathanax. Yes. What you gonna do? You're about 20 feet away from a weird mouth and eyes blob. Is that far enough away from, for, for me to close in and, and do a Divine Smite? Yeah, you can get there. Okay, then I'm gonna try and kick ass for the Lordelia. Seven. Does that still have Sacred Weapon cast on it? I'm assuming not, because it's been some time since. It only lasts for a minute. Right. Could I just ask a question to the DM? Um, could my sitting and meditating on the mushroom have counted as a short rest? Sure. Excellent. That way I still have two key points left. <laughs> Next we have uh, Squiggle. Uh, you're having a really weird time because apparently there's like a blob of mouths and eyes that is muttering at you, but also the muttering seems to be in your head. Right, I need a DC 10 wisdom saving throw from you. I knew it. There's a far cut it. That ain't it, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can't take reactions until the start of your next turn and I need you to roll a d8 now six Oof. okay uh, so you can use your action to move in any in any randomly determined direction can I randomly determine to move in the opposite direction I will let you make that choice to try and <laughs> scurry away from it but it, you can still really hear that uh, that whispering in your ears huh Hmm. Don't like it. No. No. Um. Can I understand any of it yet? No. It is just lots of voices all talking at once. Oh. Gladys. Oh, how how am I doing? I'm gonna need a wisdom roll from you as well. Oh, I have a negative one in that. So um, that's a oh. one. <laughs> at least it wasn't a botch that. It way. wasn't a botch that time. I'm improving. I'm getting there. <laughs> Um, you are just petrified in fear by this thing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but you do notice that looking at it, you can see, like, it has, like, part of it just seems to be glowing internally. <gasps> Otherwise, it's just this weird red blob. Can I see its glowing weak point that I will eventually hit for massive damage? <laughs> you can certainly see something. <gasps> oh. When, when, when I have the use of my legs, this thing's going down. <laughs> <laughs> 
so we're back to Oleander. I need a DC 10 wisdom save from you. Oh man. Okay. Seven. That will be. Hang on. Six. No, wait. Eight. So, still bad. Uh, okay. So I need a D8. One. Nice. Uh, you can't do anything. Aww. But it, it is getting closer to you. Can I hold Betty tighter? If it will make you feel better. Uh, it's going to take a bite at you. Six. Menor. Menor. Uh, so we move on to Bryn. I, I am going to... I'm going to swing my quarterstaff at its... Um, does it have legs? No legs. No legs. It just seems to be coming out of a puddle. Mm. And I'm going to need that DC 10 wisdom save. Oh, DC 10 wisdom save. Okay, let's see. I'm a monk, so I should have good wisdom. Uh, it's a 10. Do, do I save? Perfect. Excellent. Yep. Right, I'm going to try... I'm going to try and knock this thing over by sweeping at it with my quarterstaff around about where the ankles would be if it were a person. So uh-huh. I'm going to do a swingy swing with my staff. Fifteen. That is a hit. All right. Five bludgeoning damage. Lovely. Um, so you take a swing at this thing where its legs would be. It sort of splashes over into itself and then rises up from a slightly different Oh, part. lovely. Ugh. Mm, it's yeah it's just this weird rolling pile of muttering mouths and weird eyes. i don't like it parthenax yes i have a dc 10 uh wisdom save please a dc 10 wisdom save yeah you can oh heck excellent proceed with your action Will do. i'm just gonna do the same thing as last time i'm gonna try and smack it with my uh Warhammer 20k. <laughs> it's less <laughs> Seven. Okay, that's a... Uh... Is that the sound of the Warhammer just then? It's revving <laughs> up, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kickstart Warhammer, but it missed. So you, you take a swing and it, it seems to just gibber its way out of your way. <laughs> Dora DKO, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> um, Squiggle, you are... Squiggling away from this thing, hugging a miniature version of Dendar, and uh, you can see this glowing yellow point on this creature. Attack its weak point for massive damage. First of all, I'm going to need a DC 10 wisdom save. Uh, That's a miss. Roll a D8. That's far. You're going to keep squiggling away. Um, And at this point, you get far enough away from it that you can still see the weird yellow point but you don't feel as... The gibbering in your head doesn't seem to be quite as loud. I think she's going to coil up in a sad little lumpus and put a tail over the top of her head. Oh, Gladys, how are you doing over there? Oh, I'm doing great, doing great. Wisdom roll. Yep. Oh, oh 19, nice. which is a crit. Oh. oh, I've suddenly worked out what's going on. <laughs> you have. Oh, do my legs work? They do, but you will need to use this turn to it stand is... up. Ah, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, st- I'm stood up. Can I do anything? Nope. Wait. Okay. If I'm standing up now, does that mean from now on I can do my reactions again? Theoretically. <gasps> yeah. Hell yeah. It I is great to useful. be suddenly wise. <laughs> can I? Can I shout and tell them where the, the glowing weak point is? Yeah, you can. Speech is a free action. Okay. Hey. Hey. Uh, Whereabouts? Whereabouts in the thing is this weak? This glowing it's, point it, that I'm assuming is a weak point. Sort of like slightly to the right hand side, about four feet up. Right, everyone, aim for that bit. 
There's a glowing thing in there. As you point at it, one of the mouths tries to bite your finger. Ah. Nomph. Nomph. I, I swear that I'm not just high. There is a glowing thing in there. Yeah, to you, this just looks like a weird black shadow with like all these long tendrils just going off into infinity and this glowing orb of sickly yellow. Yeah, yeah, that, that bit. Oh, Trust Anna. me, my highness is good for something. Oh, Anna. <laughs> yes. It you. It me. I'm going to need that DC 10 wisdom save. Do you mean like a constitution save, though? No. 17, perfect. Yes. What are you going to do? I'm going to follow instructions. Someone has given Oleander instructions. That's where he shines. <laughs> Not thinking, just hitting. Have at it. Please. Uh, 16. That's a miss. No. He tried. He did try. Uh, and the Mather is going to take another bite at you. That's an 8. Well, he also doesn't hit, so I take knowledge in being a good shield. <laughs> uh, Bryn, let's have that wisdom. 7. No. 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 Eight. 6. So my health is down at 11. However, it is now my turn. So you can run away? In that case, I'm going to try and backflip away. <laughs> sure. Bravely. Um, using using your backflip, you, you manage to get about 20 That's feet not away too bad. from it. And you, the gibbering seems lessened now. Uh, Puffinax. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Have at it. With, but first, we'll need a wisdom save. All right. One wisdom save coming up. 21. Heck. Spicy. Have at it. All right, I'm gonna try and go for that for that there glowing bit. Thirteen. No. That's a miss. That's a miss. Wait, don't you have don't you have like um, a breath weapon? I do, but I can't but I can't really use no. it now. Bonus anything you can do with a bonus action. No, it, that's a regular action. Okay, Squiggle, what do you want to do? You are out of range of needing to do wisdom stuff. Am I within sixty feet? Yes. Gone cast acid splash. Okay. DC 14 deck save. With disadvantage. It's a five. You unsuccessfully avoided one acid damage. Um, yeah, that's going to be ten acid damage. Oh. What? Yeah, something's going on with your magic right now. Nice. Keep doing that. Uh, the, the mouths all momentarily take a moment out of their busy gabbling at each other to just, like, have a little scream. And then return to just just muttering and babbling incoherently. Sometimes it's good to have a little scream. Well, that's unsettling. Gladys, you're on your feet. <laughs> I'm on my feet. Can I do something? Yeah, you can give me a wisdom save. Oh, again, I thought I did one last time and that was for me to be able to be efficient. Two. Oh, God. Nope. Oh, I thought I was going to get to do something. You got on your feet. I got on my feet. Considering how high you are, that's really <laughs> impressive. That's a four. You can run away. <laughs> I don't want to run away. Okay. I want to get one successful wisdom roll and hit this thing with my axe. Okay, and it's glowing you need to move point. in some direction. Are you moving towards friends or just past it? Can I sort of strafe around it? Yeah, you can go around it. Yeah, I will move in a direction that keeps me from going further away. Sure. So you do a little loop-de-loop -loop around the mouth and end up on the far side of it. Uh, we are back to Oleander. Yay! Oh no, I have to DC save, don't I? You do? Seven! Okay, 
Uh, yeah, let's have a melee attack. Oh, okay. Makes sense. That's the only thing he can focus on. 21! Nice. Roll damage. Aw. Five, though. Uh, the Mauler is going to hook up some spit at Gross. Oleander, who has just taken a swing. I need a uh, dexterity saving throw. Okay. Is that something that I can even impose disadvantage on? I was having that same thought. I don't think it matters. <laughs> that, that would be a crit. Huzzah. Uh, that would be a crit. Uh, yeah, so you Matrix style, like, lean back, it flies, glances over you, oh. and you come back up. Oh, that's the content I crave. And for styling out, you can take another swing. Oh, yeah. No. Wait. 13? No. No. Damn. Uh, Bryn! Me? Y- you. Wisdom. Wisdom. 19. Like a boss. I am going to leap back into range because I actually have movement speed of 40. So that, that um, step of the wind that I did earlier, I didn't actually need to do. <laughs> but um, but never mind that. I'm going to I'm going to aim for the relative area that uh, Gladys pointed out earlier and whack it with my quarterstaff. 24. Ouch. That is seven bludgeoning damage. And I want to pop a key point to do flurry of blows. Do it. Do it. Immediately after you take the attack action on your turn, you can spend one key point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. So that's two dexterity rolls. That's a seven. So that's a miss, I'm guessing. And an eleven. Is that also a miss? Damn. Also a miss. Okay, so I'm basically just doing a really awesome cutter in front of this creature. It it looks looks like some Bruce Lee shit. Absolutely. (laughs) Chop, 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 chop. Uh, Puffinax. Yes. Uh, let's have that wisdom. All right. Before um, before that, you can just hear Puffinax like golf clapping. Like. <laughs> no, thank you. That is a fail. Let's have a D uh, D eight, please. Uh, a D eight. Uh, there we go. Five. Okay. Uh, so you can you can run away if you want. Um, can I, I'm not, I refuse to run away, but I will advance backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a retreat, it's a tactical okay, withdrawal. You, you advance backwards about 20 feet. <laughs> Dragonborns do not run away. Do not. <laughs> no, no, this is a tactical maneuver. Uh, Squiggle! Squiggle! Squiggle, what are you doing? Last I checked, lying on the floor, hiding under a road tail, throwing acid at things. Yeah. Glitch Snake, all time MVP. Mm hmm. Give me a save against 14. 7. Two acid damage. Twenty acid damage. Ooh. Nice. Squiggle instantly stands up and starts to look very smug and like she had this the whole time. <laughs> uh, you notice that the uh, the glowing orb bit has moved slightly further down and more to the left. Oleander. Yes. What about me? I thought I got a turn after. <laughs> oh, sorry, Gladys. Yeah. You. I get a turn. My apologies. <laughs> do I have to do a wisdom thing again? You do. 14. Does that mean I get to attack? You do. And I know where the, 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 the glowy thing is. You can see it, yes. Ah, okay, right. Let's try first attack. 11, does that hit? Nope. Um, I'm going to use action surge and try and attack again. Aww. Seven. <laughs> so you're still really messy. Like it feels like it's closer to you, but your depth perception's fucked. Uh, it's like swing, swing, swing. No, it's further away. 
Okay, at the very least, I do communicate to the group where the point has moved to. I'm really good. glad someone did. Yeah! <laughs> if nothing else, Gladys is good at seeing the thing. There's a glowy thing. Oleander! Yes! Let's have a wisdom save. Aww. Collectively, life exp- Okay, 15. It's it. It did. Alright. Go for that. Pointed out. Instructed. God damn it. Okay. Three. Miss. Yeah. Goodbye, turn. Goodbye, turn. <laughs> I hardly knew ye. Uh, it's going to take a bite at you again for 18. And a five. Nice. Negative. Nobody's hitting anyone right now. Yay. Except Squiggle, who is just a lot of people boss. punching at air. Yep. I mean, at least a, a, a third of this group can't even fucking see straight. So... It's impressive that they're doing anything. That that third is the majority of the damage. Yeah. Wisdom time. I crit. Why couldn't I crit on my hit? <laughs> I'm going to take a hit. I'm gonna I'm gonna wang it with my quarter staff. Another crit. Ha! Hey, Yay. you've been stealing all my crits tonight. It's... Damn. That too is many too crits. many crits. Too many crits. Too many I'll crits. trade you one of my botches for a crit. <laughs> God. That's 8 plus 4 bludgeoning damage, so that's 12 damage. That's 12, doubled because it was 24. a 24, so oh 24. heck. This thing is not looking well. The The muttering seems to have got a bit more slurred, and it seems to be like leaking weird purple. Can I pop my final key point to do flurry of blows again? Suck it and see. One. That's a botch. <laughs> uh, no. And um, 20. The first <laughs> one was a feint. <laughs> There we are. Oh, and it's a four. This thing is really not looking well. It seems to be sort of slightly losing consistency. Oh, like overdone um, chewing gum. Yeah, like chewing gum where you've eaten a biscuit and had chewing gum in your mouth, and the chewing gum is starting to like lose its adherence. Or you, and you've also eaten uh, like you had a drink of tea on top, so it's warm <laughs> and full of other material and starting to drift apart. Oh up. no! I don't like any of this description. That- there's a very good description. I have done bad things with chewing gum. Well, <laughs> uh, Puffinax. Yes. It, you. You moved out of the way, didn't you? It's moments like this. I wish I had ranged you, you attacks. Tactically moved backwards. Over Do I still need to make a wisdom throw anyway, or no? You're out of range. I... Do hits. All right. Um, since I'm not really all that great at using my fists right now, I think I'll use my mouth and just do a breath weapon on it. Heck. Ooh, lightning damage. The Cthulhu needs to make a total of 11 for the DC. Uh, that is a miss. Yes, I can finally be useful. I can... <laughs> it's 2d6. Right, while I'm doing this, right before I actually take the breath, can I just yell, Blue Roda? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you absolutely must. Nice. I was hoping it would it would stay alive long enough for okay. me to hit it. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so you take a real big deep breath in. And then just shoot lightning breath out of your face at this thing which crackles and you start to get a smell of, like, vaguely bacon. (laughs) But then turns to burning and the eyeballs start to pop and the teeth are just dropping out of it. And the puddle just seems to just turn into slightly burnt slimy sludge that starts to sink into the, the ground beneath. Congratulations, you have defeated the gibbering mouther. Uh, Yay. Your monster puzzle. There are a few more hours of uninterrupted 
trip sitting. Ah, I in, helped. In in, in which. Uh, Gladys just has some experiences where she learns to love her own body Aww. a bit more, and, that, and that's very positive. Gla- Gladys learns that it's okay if she can't outflex. She can't outflex people. It's okay. It's okay. There's that one fight where she took a punch and did a punch back, and that's okay. <laughs> she did one effective punch this session, and that's good enough for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Squiggle just feels much more powerful. You feel like you, like all of the, the stuff that you have learned in the preceding few years, you put it all into practice right now. You were able to like see beyond the veil into the very essence of how to hurt this thing. And you just drew on energies that you didn't even know that have previously existed in you. So I imagine you're just going to get like 900 times more fucking insane. <laughs> 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 Truly a victory for no one except me. Gladys quietly sits there with her fingers being like, do I have magic now? Uh, no, but you do get these really cool vapour trails as oh, you move your hands. That's around. real. <laughs> that's worth being a little bit sick on my shoulder for. Uh, once it's all worn off, you're both feeling kind of drained. The rest of you are kind of tired as well. It's been 16 hours since you wandered in here. And mm. you make your way back. As you're getting towards the portal, the, the big one opens in front Uh-oh. of you. And you just hear from behind you, make way, make way. And you see Dorlianna, who is the like the chief wizard for the entire kingdom, leading a procession of guards holding this huge abomination just on like chains. They're all holding chains. This thing is like bowed under the weight of so many chains. And there's like 30, 40 guards being led by this one wizard who seems to have like something coming out of his staff at this thing and he's making uh, sort of his way towards the uh, the giant portal and just saying make way make way for the great vial and leads the whole procession straight through the big portal which immediately blinks shut behind them hmm. what would I roll to recognise that creature um nature nature Six. I don't think I recognise it. I'm sure that person is completely unimportant and we'll see nothing more of them. (laughs) What interesting background. (laughs) I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Probably for the best. The 16 hours, could that count? I mean, that's a long rest, really, isn't it? So yeah, I've got my key points back. Yeah, call that a long rest. Oh, so then I don't need to cast Cure Wounds on on myself if we're... Yeah, we should be fully healed. call that a long rest. You've been chilling... Yeah. So yeah, you you head back to the one of the little portals because no one's going to open the big one for you from this side. You stick a rod in it; it sucks itself in. That's sort of satisfying. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you you head through. I just whisper, "Slower, you slut." <laughs> <laughs> the portal will not be shown. <laughs> uh, you head back through into the back into the city, eventually dropping. Squiggle off. Squiggle, do you have any words for your protectors? No, I don't think she does. No, just leaves them with her. <laughs> uh, before... Doesn't even look back, just shuts the door behind uh, b- Before Squiggle's completely gone, uh, Gladys is going to go, you might have been a bit insufferable, but I did get to get high thanks to you, so thanks. Oh, uh, you might want this. And I, I try and pass her the exam papers. I'm keeping this rod. I'm keeping this rod. <laughs> Squiggle will take them, um, fluff 
her many, many petticoats. I'm going to say that probably a few worm spars will fall out <laughs> from when she was cowering under a mushroom. I would imagine so. I mean, picking them up for other people. Absolutely. Okay, so having dropped off Squiggle, you head back to your own barracks. Well done, everybody. You have successfully taken an obnoxious little princess through the jaws of death and kept her alive and solved the mystery of the gibbering Melba. Did we solve it? I feel like we just killed it. That's a solution. That, that's a solve in my book. You've solved <laughs> it's a violent, violent solution. You've solved the mouth monster puzzle. Yeah. So if this was more than a one shot, I'd say everyone levels up except Squiggle, who levels up twice. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Well, uh, thank you very much for joining us. I hope you had fun. Yes, yeah, this was good yeah, fun. It, it was yes, lovely. yes, it was very fun. You get final plugs from you too. Ah, uh, yes, uh, we had. <laughs> can I can I just say the last shot of this of this one shot is um, Bryn and Gladys doing the those two muscle arms clasping each other meme. And um, yes, so me and Larry are on the Humans Holler at News podcast, and I also do a webcomic called Eon's World. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> it really is. I encourage anyone and everyone who's listening to go on eonscomic.kitmyth.net. But if you just do a Google search for Eon's World, you'll find it. And I can also be found on uh, DeviantArt under the name Delta Starfire. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Check it all out. Thank you. And you can also find Human Tolerant News in all the places, and I mean all the places, even the ones I didn't authorize. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to give me money and get the podcast ad-free, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash humansholler, all one word. Well then, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for having us. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And Patreon.com slash StonedMonkeyRadio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. Uh, I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non non cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender which is going to be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written there's also podcasts there's pixel squirt which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with mari and stacy from geek remix uh there's dice funk which is a another D podcast i'm on seasons three four five six and season seven 
Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Badly Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. We'll see you again sometime. Oh, bye. 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 Have a good night. Bye.